Sadly, lives Dozens falling ill with a mysterious virus that would ultimately change their temperatures. The coronavirus presents a public health This is the Make the Choice podcast, a series that provides a safe place for discussion on vaccine hesitancy, something that has caused a lot of confusion and division among mob in our community. A collaboration between the state Indigenous health and Indigenous media peak bodies in Queensland. The Make the Choice podcast, where we find the answers to the questions our mob have around the COVID-19 vaccine. This is the Make the Choice podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Danny Seas Johnson, um, Comoroi boy from Moree in New South Wales. And today we're discussing COVID-19, vaccine hesitancy and things surrounding those issues with a particular focus on the Sherbrooke community in Queensland, very famous community, very strong and staunch community, much like my community. So shout out to everybody in Sherbrooke. And I have a very special guest with me today. I have Arlene Langton um, from Sherbrooke Radio. And Arlene, could you just quickly introduce yourself, please, sis? Oh, hello, my name's Arlene Langton. Yeah, I'm from uh, Sherbrooke. Yeah, and uh, tell us a little bit about Sherbrooke, sis. It's, a, like I said before, a very famous little community and very historic community. Yeah, there's a very big, rich history to uh, Sherbrooke, I suppose, in a lot of areas. Uh, but the biggest areas would would have, would have to be, uh, you know, the sporting area with, um, you know, the history um, yeah. with Sherbrooke in that sporting area. Yeah, famous rugby league team there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sherbrooke Hornets, yeah. Sherbrooke Hornets and, um, yeah, very, very strong sporting community and very strong political community. Um, yeah, some amazing people come from Sherbrooke, including yourself, Arlene. Yeah. Um, now, today we're talking about COVID-19. Um, you know, it's been an ongoing conversation for about two years now, unfortunately, for our mob. Um, and with the borders opening, the New South Wales-Queensland borders looking to open around December, December 17, um, we will see a rise um, in COVID cases here in Queensland, unfortunately, and, and that's what this podcast is about, is talking about um, getting prepared for COVID-19. We're talking about vaccine. We're talking about vaccine hesitancy. Um How's COVID-19 be, been for you personally, sis, like, and your community? Uh, for me and Maureen, we get, like, as you know, we're getting smashed at the moment. We've got 200-odd cases. and Yeah, I suppose at first it was scary because, you know, they said, um, you know, it's going to take people's lives. You know, and it has, uh, as you mentioned, with, um, you know, Maury and Townsdown and New South Wales there, they've, uh, you know, went through a really hard stage there with um, keeping mobs safe. I think that's the main worry for myself and also, you know, our leaders back home there, uh, they're doing as much as they can to, uh, you know, get our own people to get vaccinated. Yep. Um, you know, we've got to look after ourselves, um, our own mob, especially our, our elders there in community, they're the most uh, vulnerable, you know, the ones who will get um, affected the most from this virus when it uh, does come. And it is just knocking at our doors here because I'm not too far from the borders, so yeah. it'll, you know, come from down south and work its way up um, north and, you know, communities up north as well need to take, um, you know, this a little bit more serious with uh, vaccinations, getting vaccinated COVID-19. Yeah, well said, sis, well said. What's the, what's the general feeling of COVID in Sherberg? Are mob talking about it? Do they believe in it? Because, you know, there's all these different yarns, particularly on Facebook and, you know, social media sites, but the mob taking it seriously, do you think? They, they think it's a real thing? I think, you know, 
because there's a lot of unknown around it for you know the Sorry. whole the whole world um, you know not only just our indigenous communities but all of Australia there as well uh, you know the history there with um, pass viruses coming through uh, the Spanish Spanish flu yes yep you know that um, you, took you, a lot of lives in our community yeah you've had that in Sherberg and that's been we, while we've been developing this podcast series that's come up a fair bit that yarn around Sherberg and the mm. and the Spanish flu that went through there and the history of sort of disease and vaccination you know yeah because there wasn't any medication you know in those days mm. uh, for you know any sicknesses and you know our people they did it hard back in those days and we've got um, vaccinations that are available for you know COVID-19 and community need to really think about um, doing the best thing and that's the best way to protect our mob. Yeah it certainly is and you know all the stats and the scientific research everything points to that you know vaccination is the best way to you know look after ourselves in our communities. Um, in terms of vaccine hesitancy sis um, what are the local mobs saying up there like like this is it there's been funny stuff, like even just like scared of needles, um, distrust of government, which we understand, you know, it's been rushed, this vaccine, like a mob talking about that up there in Sherberg? Yeah, they talk about, you know, there's, you know, in the needle, they're going to be putting tracking devices and stuff, um, you know, in the vaccination needles and stuff like that. Um, but I think the main thing is the unknown and actually experiencing, I suppose, back in the days with, um, you know, where our old people had to experience, you know, getting a permit to leave the community to move around and stuff like that. Um, you know, there were stories told to us growing up about, um, you know, the permits and stuff like that. Yeah. But actually having that checkpoint and, um, yeah, going into that lockdown, I don't think that um, community were prepared and were able to cope with it because we only have um, a little community store there. Uh, yep. And, you know, see people lining up there when we was in that lockdown and they were standing there for, you know, quite a few hours just to get the basic stuff and we needed to go outside of community to, um, you know, grocery stores just for, you know, basic stuff like food and stuff like that. So, yeah, just um, not able to move around, move around, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard for blackfellas, isn't it? Because mm. we're so used to sort of, you know, even if we don't leave our community, we're so used to just visiting out, visiting then, we're doing this, going here, going there, and in lockdown that's you can't the, do that. Yeah, that's the thing with our mob. We like to move around and, and, and visit each other and always check up on each other, you know. Indigenous communities are like, you know, one big family, you know. Everybody mixes and mingles, um, you know, go and visit um, different homes, checking up on your own mob to see how they're doing and uh, you know that's the fastest way fastest way for things to get spread with yep. um, sicknesses and stuff like that viruses yeah and that's what we're talking we we're talking earlier off mic about preparation and being prepared for COVID and um, unfortunately my community wasn't prepared we, we did have a high vaccination rate like we'd, we'd done pretty well but it's like you said in terms of health in infrastructure getting the vaccine um, operating in lockdown to be able to get groceries and you know, small towns, like, we don't... It's not like the city where you've got 17 Woolies and Coles that you can choose from. We've only got one shop. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, there's only one in more even. Well, just that, that story with Will Kenya there, we actually caught up with um, some community members from down that way, you know, just with um, the simple fact that, you know, they weren't prepared. Um, it only took that one case for Will Kenya for it to mm -hmm. spread through their community down there, and they had to go into lockdown and 
yeah, the struggles with um, coping, um, basic needs, I suppose. Yeah, they'll put into camper vans and mm. all that sort of stuff. And so you just got actually got them on Sherberg Radio, did you? And had a yarn. Yeah, we had a yarn with a um, couple of fellows there. Can't remember the name. Yeah, 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 but yeah. yeah, a couple of fellows from Will Canyon. They tried to, um, you know, give their words of encouragement wow. and told their story of how hard it was for them to, you know, cope with it. And I hope that. You know, our mob back home in Sherbrooke or any Indigenous community, or not just our communities, but all of Australia, you know, mob get um, vaccinated. Mm. But that's the best advice and that's the best experience you can get on it, hearing it firsthand from a neighbouring community just over the border. And, well, Kenya and, and Guardian and those communities got smashed very hard. And yep. they're very similar to when you look up Queensland and central Queensland communities. Mm-hmm. It's full of, you know, same country and, you know, same same sort of communities and... Uh, we live our lives, you know, pretty, pretty similarly. So. Basically, much, much the same way we, we all live that um, way of um, mixing and mingling. Yeah. So yeah, I've been really uh, harping on, especially this weekend, the last you know few days. Um, yeah, to be prepared to get your COVID safe family plans in place, to get vaccinated. I think before it gets there is the most important thing that's come out of the Moree experience. Um, so yeah, I could only yeah being prepared getting more vaccinated now because well just what have we got five weeks before the border opens yep five weeks and then once you get your first shot you got to wait three for your second shot with Pfizer but then it takes a couple of weeks for it to settle in and sink in to be for your body to be properly prote- uh, protected anyway yeah prepared for when that uh, you know does come to us yeah and what about um your health officials up there in Sherberg they're probably doing a great job but yeah, they are doing a great job. Um, I think they went at, you know, above and beyond with um, trying to bring community in to get the vaccinations. You know, we've got great leaders back home and within the health and also, you know, our councillors, Sherbrooke Aboriginal Shire councillors, they've done a lot, um, you know, for community. They've they've stepped up and got vaccinated and, you know, led that uh, positive way for them to hopefully jump on board and, you know, be prepared and hopefully, you know, community... We'll do that, and we can all move forward together. Mm. Yeah, no, it's um, well, it's been great to hear hearing about Sherbrooke, and I guess hearing because um, I was pretty worried about communities like that. And you look at all the smaller, smaller, pretty famous little blackfella communities up here, and um, yeah, I do get worried for them. You know, so hopefully, you know, this vaccine message is sinking in, and and you know, mob are talking about it. Yeah, yeah hopefully they do get vaccinated. Yeah, mm. and where where can they get vaxxed in Sherbrooke? Well, they've uh, had a couple of clinics there, um, but um, our clinics were pretty much open, you know, to the surrounding district, um, which is uh, pretty good as well because... Yeah, because you've got little blackfella communities around today, Sherbrooke. Yeah, around Sherbrooke as well, so it was good that it was open to, you know, outside of community for them mob to come in as well, not just, um, you know, the people who were living in Sherbrooke. Um, that was, um, you know, one of the clinics. Um, I'm pretty sure that um, they had a follow-up clinic as well. But they can go to uh, Sherbrooke Hospital and also to our medical um, service centre, the uh, Crakes as well, they're doing yep. vaccinations there as well. And they can go and ask questions? Yeah, anybody can go They can and go and ask about robots in the, in the, <laughs> in the vaccine. And That's it. Put but, yeah, their you know. mind at ease with um, any concerns there, what they got. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important that these, you know, mob who are, uh, you know, you know, don't know what's going on and, you know, listen to this and listen to that and... Go and ask your black health professionals. Go and go and talk to them and um, get the proper information education aces. Just to educate yourself about, um, you know, thinking about making the right choices for yourselves. 
Well, so anything else that you'd like to say to, about the Sherberg and getting vaccinated, my sister? Um, just get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, this has been a great chat. Um, yeah, really appreciated Arlene coming in and talking about um, particularly Sherberg and that error and, um, you know, as a border, you know, a harp on it, but as a border gets closer opening on December 17, uh, we hope you might get vaccinated and really protect yourselves and get your plans in place for, for what's coming because um, the Delta strain is very real. Um, it does make people very sick and it really does debilitate communities. It's only going to get worse with um, international flights when they start coming. Yeah, yeah, we're going back to COVID normal now, so... We're going to have new strains come in from around the world. And, yeah, like we said, get vaccinated, my peoples. Thank you, Ali. The Make the Choice Podcast.